Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, I'm Alex L., and I write books for a living. The Hey Girl podcast was created with sisterhood and storytelling in mind. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Join us as we journey through sharing together. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hi Fanny. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Alex. I'm excited to be here. Very honored. So before we dive into our conversation, please let the Hey Girl listeners know who you are and what you do. Of course. I am a poet, a storyteller, and a connector, I would say. Up until last year, I was a social worker with youth for just under a decade, and the way I'm making money right now is as a marketing manager for an eco arts organization, and I'm back in that serving waitressing game while I'm figuring all the pieces out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I want to talk about using our words as writers and storytellers and how we can come back home to ourselves by simply saying what we mean. You and I had a conversation about this a few weeks ago, and it really struck a chord with me. So I'm curious to know, as you move through your career as a writer and a poet and a storyteller and all the other beautiful hats that you're wearing, how are you learning to trust your voice and say what you mean on the page? Such a good and big, powerful question. I think the way that I'm able to just say what I mean is it comes from this deep understanding of self and trusting myself. It's not always easy to trust yourself, but I think the more and more I walk in my power and my authenticity in terms of who I'm supposed to be in this life and what I'm supposed to do, it becomes a lot easier. You know, as we were speaking a few weeks ago, that was something that I found really interesting because that's a space where I will sometimes have insecurities as a poet. You know, I'm not like making sometimes these beautiful metaphors and similes and allegories. And my poetry isn't this really fluffy type of poetry that, you know, sometimes tells a story, but it's more direct in terms of just saying it like it is and saying it in a way that can connect to people. And That is something that's become really important to me because I think a lot of the time at the end of the day, a lot of us are wondering like, well, what does this mean? You know, even in some books that I've read, whether it's poetry or a self-help book or even just a novel, there are moments where it feels great and it's beautiful, but I still don't really understand what's being said to me. Mm. And I think part of my approach from that came from working with the students in my past when I was a social worker a lot of the time when I would try to talk to them and really get to the root of it in terms of how they were feeling and what was going on, I realized that I needed to start speaking to them more directly and just saying exactly what I meant. And in doing that with my students, it really created this beautiful container for me to do that with myself. 
And I think I didn't even realize how much healing that was giving me because how I was speaking to my students was how I really started to speak to myself. And that really started to heal my inner child. Mm. And it helped me to be more honest and to just tell the truth and start showing up as who I believe I'm meant to be. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hearing you say, tell the truth, just gave me chills. As a writer, like that's our goal, right? With whatever we do is to tell the truth and to tell our truth. Maybe that's a better way to put it. Even if we're writing fiction, you know what I mean? Like there are always glimpses of the truth within our stories, right? And so I'm curious, what came up for you when you started telling the truth to yourself on the page? What changed for you? I think so much changed because I stopped internalizing things, which was, you know, really huge. And I think as healing as being with my students was and that process of starting to tell the truth, I was able to start to tell the truth about a lot of other things in life. And I grew up in small town in Saskatchewan, Canada, in Regina, Saskatchewan, Canada. And it was a really, really white city. And I was always often the only Black kid in different circumstances. And so when I came to work and re-entered the school, I didn't really realize a lot of those like past traumas and scars that I still had and carried with me. And then being there in a different environment, I think, and you know, I didn't have the language for it, you know, almost a decade ago, but experiencing both covert and overt racism from my colleagues and the microaggressions and, you know, just the privilege that exists within that system and institution, I had to start calling out the truth on everything. And I think that that, yeah, it was really empowering. And it was just something that has really changed my life and how I now show up and tell the truth in those situations and knowing that I don't have to stay in a situation where I am not being told the truth. And I think I can just call it out a lot easier now if I'm being fed some BS. As a writer, how has saying what you mean shifted how you relate to folks who read your work and even like how you relate to yourself? It's just so much more pure, which I know sounds, you know, it sounds like such a simple answer, but it is, and it's, it creates more empathy. And that's one thing that's been really huge for me in terms of connecting with other poets, with connecting with youth and connecting with myself and trying to really figure out and shed everything else I don't need to figure out my path forward and my career in terms of building something that really can create you know, generational wealth, which is something that is so important to me. But in terms of my writing, it just brings me home to myself. And so in that truth and feeling like I have 
myself as a home, I'm just able to talk about more things. I'm able to talk about more of the hard things. I'm able to face my own life head on, it feels like. And that's something that's been really, really beautiful for me. And I think also, honestly, the telling the truth as a writer, it makes me more empathetic in general. Because I think one of the things as I started to speak my truth and lean into that more is that I've also discovered that two truths, two opposing truths can exist at the same time. And that's been able to create a lot of empathy towards myself and towards others in the community. I absolutely love that. Absolutely love that. Thank you, Alex. It's just so true, though. And I guess it's sort of funny because as I was really thinking about that and thinking of this concept of really, I like to call it radical empathy. It just, you know, it ended up seeming so simple to me that the core of that is the truth. And I find that, you know, some people in conversations with people, I would say, I don't know as well, you know, and we're having a conversation and they'll say, well, how do you really practice empathy sometimes? Because it can be difficult when you've been hurt or you feel like there's other pain. But knowing that, you know, we're all experiencing these things at one time has created a world of difference for me. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. If you were mentoring your younger self, what would you teach her about identity and honesty? Oh, such a big question. What I would tell my younger self if I was mentoring her in terms of identity is to not be searching for it externally so much. The identity, it comes from within. And so you need to be able to have those safe places with safe people, but also to have a practice of solitude where you are alone with yourself so that you can really uncover your identity. I think that, you know, when we're speaking to younger children a lot, and I see this a lot when I'm around other adults and I've been with kids as we're always asking them, you know, like, well, what do you want to be when you grow up and what are you going to do and these sorts of things, but we don't really talk to them about who they are as people and what does it mean? What kind of person do you want to be? Like, who do you want to be in your community and how does that all integrate? And so I think from a very young age, we're subconsciously creating this idea within kids that they're needing to look outwards from themselves to find their identity. Like it's something they're going to find just randomly one day, but it's always existed within ourselves the whole time. You know, and I think even now that's sort of, it's beautiful as I'm trying to figure this part out because it doesn't feel so much like discovering who I am, but shedding all the layers that I don't need anymore. A lot of, you know, labels and narratives that society and systems have placed on me about 
who I ought to be or how I ought to live my life. And now I get to just shed those layers and peel them back to the core of who I've always been meant to be. And what I would tell my younger self just about truth, if I was mentoring my younger self, is that you are enough. I think that that's the basis of it is that so often we become disconnected from our truth and telling the truth because we feel like we're not enough. And I think I would also let her know in terms of that, in terms of the truth and the truth of who you are. I would also tell myself and a lot of other young Black women and older Black women that you can only be as strong as you are soft. And I think the truth requires a certain amount of softness and being strong and having strength is just so intensely projected onto Black women that we sometimes don't get that space to be soft. And I often find in that space is where we can most clearly see the truth. Thanks for listening to the show today. Please rate, subscribe, and review. Also, feel free to share with a friend. We love having our community grow. Music is by DC's own Kokai. The Hey Girl podcast is produced by Wayne Bertram and me, Alex L.